0: Hello, my lovely. This is Women Out Loud, the podcast. I'm Carrie Lomansky straub your new favorite host who tells it like it is. And why am I here? Well, being a woman in business has a lot of challenges, but when anxiety is thrown in the mix, everything gets turned up to an 11. So... I wanted to share personal stories along with resources and interviews that are all focused on different parts of anxiety in business. Let's reframe the narrative together on mental health and look at anxiety as a superpower. I want you out there living your one big, fat, juicy, blissed out life, anxiety be damned, because it is time for us as empowered women empowering each other to take our muzzles off and adjust each other's crowns. So let's get to it. Hello, my lovely. So glad you're back with me today. So glad you're here in community together. I am so glad to have you. So building this community with you, honestly, is such a big dream come true. So I'm sending you a big, fat, squishy hug today to thank you for being here, to continuing to come back. Um, And I wanted to make another official announcement, and declare that Women Out Loud, the community, will have our first call on September 7th. I can't wait to share more about this community with you, what it all entails, and how you could possibly be a founding member. So I promise to keep you posted. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into today. So I love, love, love words. (laughs) Anyone who can make me look up a word or has me needing to bust out a thesaurus can be a friend of mine any day. Words are potent and really, really powerful. So words are also about how we each hear and perceive them, how they go through our life's lens, our life's lens, (laughs) to clarify, and our filters until there is a meaning we have assigned. Words have a meaning that we give them, even though their main definition is given to us all. I do like to look up the definition if I'm going to talk about something very specific, a word specifically, and so that we can have a common understanding of what I'm sharing about before I share a story. So resilience, that's what we're going to talk about today. Resilience, and the defes- the definition of the word resilience from Professor Google is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. That's the uh, Google definition. What is that, Merriam-Webster? Um, but the definition from Professor Carey. <laughs> is the ability to get one's ass back up when the life and or the business portion of the program are not cooperating and things have been tossing you around a bit and your anxiety is off the hook. That feeling of trying to walk around normal after getting off of being on one of those tilt-a-whirls for a few weeks and nothing looks okay or normal Like everything's going by backwards or at an angle that you aren't used to. Any of this sounding familiar? (laughs) And then you say to yourself, self, how am I going to make it through this? There is no way. But I beg to differ with you, lady squad. I do. Because in your tool belt is your resilience. At least there's an answer. (laughs) Now, whether you choose to use it is up to you, but it's there. Resilience is there. It's built into you. Resilience, in my eyes, is the ability to sit nice and deep in the shit with no waiters on while it's happening, while having full trust and faith that you will make it in one piece out the other side. You may be changed, but that isn't always a bad thing, is it? Having that kind of faith in the universe is freaking hard. I just went through a time like that. I'm coming out of the other side of as we speak. Cliff note version I had been going strong on creating the community women out loud, and everything was moving along beautifully. I had a date set to open the doors. A website was being built for our community. I was planning and creating and had this podcast launched, and I was building it all. Insert screeching car sound here. (laughs) There's my delightful impression. Things came to a halt. We lost a family member, and the arrangements had to be made. Then it came time for me to go on vacation. I was excited. The first half of the trip was so much fun. The conference I mentioned in the last episode was amazing. It was so wonderful. Then some big life things hit us back to back. The what of it doesn't matter. It was just kind of a relentless adding of a spinning plate on top of a spinning plate on top of a spinning plate. And it had me thinking, how the F am I going to do this? Then the following thing happened. I surrendered over and over and over again with each blow. I would bob and weep and nope. (laughs) Let me say that again. I would bob and weave, (laughs) not weep. Although sometimes you do feel like wanting to weep. I would bob and weave and uh, nope. The universe was not fully done just yet and piled on more and not just a little more, but like a lot more. I bet you know the feeling. <laughs> it's so funny that you never or rarely see it coming. Life can be that way. And a lot of times life piles things on top of you all at one time. There's no like little trickle. It's like here, big old heaping pile of all the things. So I'm sure you can relate. So building up your resilience muscles when you're in a season of calm will help you so much in the middle of a golf ball size hail pelting your car for weeks on end kind of season. <laughs> and I know you've had both. What's been your hard recently? Have a few things hit at once? Is it an area of your business frustrating you? Or you can Nuts, And you can't really see how you're going to figure out this conundrum. Is that the issue? Have you recently experienced one of those times in life when it seems to be serving it all up to you? As we call it here, the hot mess express times. They're hard. Or they suck. Or they're heartbreaking. Or, or, or. And the days where you sit there and think, if one more thing happens, I will surely spontaneously combust. <laughs> I promise you won't. So today what I want to do is tell you seven truths about you that I know for a fact. Yes, I am psychic. I don't even know you personally, but I guarantee you these seven, they're going to be you. Let's see how I do. Okay. Number one, you have survived 100% of your hardest days. I'm already getting 100% on this test. I know that for a fact. The days you were certain you wouldn't get through, guess what? You're sitting here right now listening to me. You have 100% track record. Resilience tip for this, use that phrase. I have survived 100% of my hardest days. When you're having a difficult day, Remind yourself proof of the opposite when you think you're not going to make it. Look back at your history. It tells you, you will. doesn't mean it won't suck or that's not hard or that it's frustrating or heartbreaking or any of those things, but you will. You will get to the other side. All right. Thing number two that I know about you. You know that when times like these come around, these hard times that leaning on other people makes you feel a little bit like a burden or a lot. So you try not to bother other people with your personal brand of hard. Am I two for two? (laughs) Resilience tip for this second one. It's a bunch of BS. It is okay to share with a close friend or a friend group, what's really happening, and have the support of your people. It also helps you feel less alone, and you can spiral less, and your anxiety will spiral less, because it will spiral in your brain when you ruminate on it. it how are you going to make it stop if you don't, like, What what's the word I'm looking for here? What, if you don't break the circle, like, disrupt it. You've got to disrupt the circle in your mind. One of those ways is say it out loud. Share it with someone you trust. Don't think you have to shoulder it all. That is tip number 2 for resilience. You're not alone. Number 3 thing that I know about you. The first thing to go by the wayside during the hot mess express days is your basic care. I'm pretty sure I'm three out of three right now. <laughs> Basic care is in showering, washing your face, changing your, your clothes, getting that 10-minute workout your brain really needs, or meditation in some form, or five minutes of brain dumping in the morning. You just chuck taking care of yourself into the fuck it bucket and go into crisis mode, trying to fix things you can't fix anyway, because at least you're doing something, Right? There you are, unbrushed hair, looking like a wild woman. I've been there, my lovely. But this has got to stop. You chucking out yourself, throwing out your own self and needs does not help anyone. So my resiliency tip here is yes, It is an 87 alarm fire and everything needs to be tended to, but how are you any good to anyone, including you, if you aren't at least eating something, sleeping as best you can, taking five minutes of quiet time, even if it's in your car, in your garage, and moving your body in some way, shape, or form. Think about it this way. The moment you think everyone needs you to resolve their issue, think about what would happen if tomorrow you just fell off the edge of the planet. Poof. You just disappeared into a cloud of smoke. What would happen? That's right. Shit would get done anyway. (laughs) That's not me being mean. That's just me being real. So high five yourself first so you can have the best mindset to take on these big things happening all at one time. That's my resilience tip, number three. All right, let's get on to number four. Here's what I know about you. Hard things start piling up and you have zero coping tools, or maybe one or two. And then the self-flogging starts. If I only knew how to meditate, if I could just relax, because you've never thought of trying that one before. Next thing you know, you're shitting all over yourself in the moment. You need tools, and that makes it worse. You don't have them. You don't know how to help yourself regulate any of your emotions or your nervous system. You're just kind of flailing out there in the world trying to figure it all out by yourself. Resiliency tip. Start now for the love of all that is holy. Begin. (laughs) Can't sit still to meditate? Cool. Begin coloring as a way or knitting, or painting, something where you need to give full focus. That's meditation too. We've talked about this in my mindfulness episode. One of my personal favorite ways is making pottery on a pottery wheel. Something y'all don't know about me. I can throw pottery. (laughs) It feels so good to touch and form something out of basically nothing. Throwing pottery is a time of meditation too. It's the mindfulness that we have spoken of. If you haven't tried meditation itself and you want to actually give that a try, try a guided meditation. You listen to someone else's voice. You get to get out of your own head and you're forced to listen to somebody else's instructions. If you want to learn how to start meditating, this is a solid way to do it. Another good tool, is what I call a disruption walk. Take a 10 minute disruption walk. A disruption walk is when you're in the middle of your day and you just stop what you're doing and go for a walk. Do this when things are overall okay, but it's the perfect time to start teaching your nervous system to disrupt yourself, right? When you're in that spiral and you're in that spin, when you're all up, your head's all up in your business and you can't seem to figure out a problem, that should be simple Simple to figure out in your mind. You think that, why can't I figure this out? Disrupt it, disrupt it. Get your butt out of the chair and go for a five minute walk, 10 minute walk. If you start doing this now, then when you're in the thick of it, the tool is there, it's top of mind, all ready to go. And how do you use it in the thick of it? If you're spiraling and you can't get your brain to stop, Stand up and disrupt the spiral. Disrupt the ruminating that you're doing. Disrupt the overthinking. Get up and get outside, if that's possible. Just stand up even. Go into a different room, but disrupt it. Number five thing that I know about you is when the shit hits the fan in your life or business, Everything feels bad. You feel like you're not allowed to have any other emotions besides the terrible bad ones. Sadness and that is it. And laughter is for sure off the table because everything feels like crap. So it needs to feel like that all the time. Okay. This is a huge resilience tip (laughs) right here because I know you have been in that before where something really bad happens and you just can't get out of it, out of that negative feeling. Every emotion you feel has to feel bad, or so you think in your head. This is 180 degrees off kilter. Sometimes in the middle of the chaos, we need a friggin' laugh. Let someone tell you a ridiculous joke and laugh at it. Watch some ridiculously funny stand-up. Listen to music that normally makes you feel good. Smile at someone you don't know. You are allowed to be in both spaces. Emotions are not mutually exclusive. You can and often will in your life feel two deeply opposing emotions at once. And you're allowed to. It's called being human, right? It's how we get through the harder days. Am I saying it's easy? No. I'm not saying. To you, that you won't have a deeply sad or difficult time where you don't want to laugh or sing or dance or do any of the things that you normally do to stay in a good mood or to be in a good mood or feel fun. And I don't believe in being positive to a toxic level. Feel the bad feels because the way out is through. And I know that sucks. I've just been in the middle of it myself but don't force any good news away from you on purpose because of how you think you're supposed to be behaving or feeling when you're going through a shit storm. Life is a full experience. It's like a rainbow of colors all happening at the same time because that is how it's made. And life is that way too. Let's hop on to number six. Number six thing that I know about you. You mistake resilience with pushing too hard, pushing yourself too hard. And although I gave you uh, Google and my definition of resilience and how it does emphasize getting back up after you've been pushed down or getting through tough stuff, many people think that that requires white knuckling it through the pain. No, 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 no. (laughs) That is not it. That's how you burn out, not how you find your way through. Resilience is what will carry you through overall. Our mental health during a crisis is concerned. Getting through can be a slow and steady wins the race kind of situation. So resilience tip. When we tell ourselves that we're strong or any other adjective we give when we're struggling, we can tend to and do overdo it. It is super important to not ignore when you might feel exhausted or anxious or depressed, that is straight up your mind telling you to slow your butt down. And listen, another part of resiliency is absolutely asking for professional help if or when you need it. There is no shame. No shame there. There's a t-shirt out there. You should go get it. It's called, it says therapy is cool. A friend of mine shared that with me. I thought it was great. Therapy is cool. It is. I love my therapist. I'm just saying, (laughs) we do, you know, we need those spaces, those neutral third parties. So if that's something you need, there's no shame in it. It is part of resilience, if that's what you need. And number seven thing that I know (laughs) about you is that you believe every single thought that comes into your head about yourself and everything happening around you when you're in the thick of it. Every random intrusive thought must absolutely be true because your brain thought of it, right? And to top it off, you're having limiting beliefs stacked so high. How can you possibly find your way down? Confession time. This is my personal favorite resiliency tool. So resiliency tool for this one, thought reframing. It is a way to train your brain to see things through your own eyes, but turned around. Let me give you an example. I'll choose one of my personal limiting beliefs and show you how I reframed it. It takes practice, which is why it's my favorite. You can practice it at any time, and it will be there nice and strong when you need it the most. Here's mine. Nobody actually likes me. They are all pretending and talking behind my back. Yeah, it's a total whopper, right? (laughs) Thanks to my inner dickhead for hanging on to this one. I really appreciate that. A little backstory. This limiting belief comes from something that happened to me in the fourth grade, y'all. Some things burn into you differently. And this one just stuck for years. I had been ill and in the hospital at the age of 10. I got a card from all the kids in my class, even the ones who were mean to me, who were my bullies. They all signed that they missed me and said to get well soon, hope they see me. And I remember thinking as a kid, they actually like me now because I had almost died (laughs) because I was sick. It was when I went back to school after this illness was over and the bully kids treated me the exact way that i realized they lied on the card or wrote what the teacher made them whatever's the case that's where it came from and so i learned to believe through that experience that because they did that and pretended that they don't they they like me but they don't actually like me that has carried through with me All these years, is that wild shit? I mean, how we just hold on to something from such a young age and it's just right there at the surface sometimes. So the reframe in this, the reframe is two parts on this one. I take screenshots of the kind things that people that are my people who really and actually do love me and care about me, what they say. That's the first part of the reframe. I screenshot Kind comments and put them into a special folder on my phone. And when the belief tries to surface, I use their kind words to be the reminder that it isn't true and that my own words are just being unkind. This is what I personally named proof of the opposite. When I think I'm unloved or unlovable, I have proof of the opposite. And the reframe I created is that I'm a loving, caring, and compassionate human being. The people who I call friend or who love me put actions behind their words. This helps me know what they're saying is, is true. I believe that I'm likable and lovable. If you ever want to work through a reframe on one of your beliefs, hit me up because <laughs> that's my favorite. I love watching women reframe things and have success in changing these beliefs over time. So how did I do on my seven? Did I get seven out of seven right? I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't. But if I did, it's okay. I gave you a few tips to help you start to reframe these things, to start to take actions now, because if you practice resiliency before you need it, it'll start to become an automatic thing. It'll start to... Be something that is an easy go-to for you if you practice while you are not in a space of needing that resilience, those resilience tools. If you practice those during more calm times, you have these tools to go to. They're in your tool belt. You know, you're Wonder Women. (laughs) So these resiliency tools can go in there. Practice them. Pick one you liked. Practice it. And keep practicing it until it feels more natural. So I want to know which one of these tips that you'll think you're going to lean into the most and give a try. Shoot me a DM. I'd love to hear from you as always. Um, And please believe that you have the ability to stand back up. When you're on the ground, please believe it. Because back to number one, you have survived 100% of your hardest days. There's your proof of opposite, right? So I'd love to hear what you got out of this episode today. Any nuggets, any little takeaways? I'd like to know if I got a seven out of seven (laughs) on the things that I knew about you. And I look forward to seeing you again. So until next time, please remember, I'm rooting for you always. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Women Out Loud. I know time is precious. We cannot get it back. And you just spent around 30 minutes with me, 30 minutes of your time. And I appreciate you. If you have a takeaway or a question or there is something that you heard today that really struck a chord, please leave it as a love note, as a review, give it five stars, name the episode that you love, what your takeaway was, and be sure to like, subscribe, share, and all that jazz. I am so happy that you came today and I cannot wait to see you again next week. So for now, just know I'm rooting for you always.